Welcome to the Fit Files Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fit Files Podcast. I'm going to start this off by saying I'm feeling pretty sleepy this morning. Hopefully, as the podcast goes on, I'll wake up a little, I'll get a little more pep in my step, but I'm pretty tired. I'm drinking my coffee right now. I'm on the couch. Last night, we had Dan's holiday party, which I will talk about a little bit later on in this episode, but we got home around 9.30, which I know isn't late for most people, but for a girl who likes to be in bed by 8.39, getting home at 9.30 was late, so I was up a little later than usual, moving a little slow this morning, but you know, we're all good. We're getting back into our weekly Fit Files podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed my little update last week. I know some of you liked hearing about my trip and what we did and seeing some of the pictures. So thank you for that. Um, And I'm excited to get back into some health, fitness, and wellness episodes now. If you know me, you know I'm constantly trying to improve everything I do, whether that's my coaching program, my YouTube channel, my Instagram, and my podcast now. And for a while, we were doing little weekly quotes at the beginning, and to be quite honest, I'm I'm over that. Like I feel like that's so cliche. Everyone does quotes. I love quotes. I share quotes on my Instagram, but I feel like I would rather make the podcast a little bit more fun. So every week, instead of doing a weekly motivational quote, I'm going to share three of my current obsessions. Now, they might be like the same categories every week or different. I haven't really decided yet, but I think this will be a little bit more fun to talk about my current obsessions, give you guys recommendations, you guys can get to know me a little bit more, etc, etc, and just, you know, a little bit more fun than just a quote from my Pinterest board. So let's hop into my current obsessions this week. First off, I'm going to talk about a book that I'm obsessed with, and it is I Kissed Shara Wheeler or Shara Wheeler. I I read it like Shara, like Sarah with an S-H, but quite honestly, I don't know. But I'm obsessed with this book. I just read a thriller that literally freaked me out. I had to like pee in the middle of the night with the light on because I was so scared. So I was like, I need like a lighthearted book after that. And I'm such a thriller girl that like finding books that aren't thrillers is really hard for me. So one of my current alumni clients gave me a recommendation for this book, which is by the same author also as Red, White, and Royal Blue, which I loved. So it makes sense that I love this book, but it is so cute. It's like a lighthearted mystery kind of, and it's just really an easy light read. I've been staying up a little too late reading it because I just can't put it down, but if you need just a easy, cute kind of mystery, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a romance mystery. If you just need like a lighthearted read, this is definitely the book you should grab. I'm also currently obsessed with something that you guys have probably seen all over my Instagram if you follow me over at Madeline Faith Fitness, and that is Giada's Italian tuna salad. So I've been making this tuna salad for like two weeks in a row, and my mom also made it when we were home for Thanksgiving, and it's so good. It's so easy. If you don't know who Giada is, Giada De Laurentiis, she is a Food Network star, and I freaking love Food Network, cooking shows, all that stuff. And so, you know, this salad just is 
true to my heart, but it's really good. I kind of do my own take on it, and if you're interested, I did post a reel on my Instagram and TikTok you can check out. It's called an Italian tuna salad, but I basically added in some things that I enjoy, like avocado and olives, and then some things that the recipe calls for, like tuna, mixed greens, and white beans. So it's a little bit of like her recipe, a little bit of things I like, but it's just so good. It's like a great way to include a salad in your day because you get all those healthy greens and healthy fats, but it's filling too because there's protein, there's fats, there's fiber. It's just such a good and delicious salad. And if you know me, I've talked about this before. I used to think that I hated salads, but turns out I just hate bad salads. I, I like salads if they taste good, and that's that's the key to finding a salad is putting things in it that you enjoy. So literally obsessed with this tuna salad, still making it for lunch. I'm sure I'll get sick of it eventually, but for now, we are still going strong. And finally, one more obsession I want to share with you guys is a TV show. Now, if you also know me, you know I love TV shows just as much as I love books. And currently, I'm obsessed with White Lotus Season 2 on HBO Max. I actually think I'm enjoying Season 2 a little bit more than Season 1. First of all, I think Season 2 has such a good cast. I love Aubrey Plaza. Um, the girl who plays Daphne, the blonde girl, I used to watch the bold type and she was in the bold type. So just seeing her have like a bigger role in HBO max, which I think is a little more prestige than like ABC family or whatever the bold type was on makes me really happy. I just love this show and I think it's so interesting. If you're watching, let me know maybe who you think dies or who you think gets murdered Honestly, I have no idea. There's theories floating all over TikTok that I've been kind of digging myself into, but I don't really have a solid theory. And by the time I think this podcast comes out, actually, the season finale will be up. So like, we'll all know. We'll all know who dies at the end, you know? If you want to talk about it, slide in my DMs. Let's talk about White Lotus. I love it, but I've been really liking this show. I think watching season one, it took me a little bit longer to like get into it, but watching this season, I like was immediately hooked. I love all the characters' storylines and I'm just really enjoying it. So those are my three current obsessions and I just want to give some updates too on, you know, what's happening with life. So as I'm recording this, like I said, last night we went to Dan's holiday party. For a little background information, Dan was working remote for the last... I want to say year and a half or two years, we were both working remote from home and he was working for a Minnesota based company. Um, and now he is currently working not at home at an Oregon based company, doing things up kind of near Mount Hood, which is a mountain in Oregon. And so we went to his holiday party with his kind of new job and new co-workers. It was really fun. He's only been at the job for like four weeks, but I told him like everyone was so welcoming. I would have guessed he'd been there for like years the way that they're all friends. And it was just so much fun. And I have a lot of social anxiety. I'm a little introverted before you get to know me and going into holiday parties and situations like that can be really nerve wracking. And I just had so much fun. It was such a blast. The holiday party was like a little different than holiday parties I've been to in the past for employees. And it wasn't like a fancy sit down, anything like that. It was at an arcade. There's this arcade like game place. They had bowling, putt-putt, laser tag, um, 
a bunch of other arcade games, just like a ton of stuff, go-karts. And so it was there. We had a little holiday buffet that was filled with like turkey, mashed potatoes, like such good mashed potatoes. Um, There was also stuffing, dinner rolls, just like classic holiday Christmas Thanksgiving food. And it was delicious. And then we also just could like kind of do whatever we wanted at the arcade and place. I ended up really just bowling the whole time, which was really fun. But we bowled. We got to know Dan's coworkers. Dan played laser tag and went go-karting. But I, I skipped those two. But I still had a great time. Everyone was super nice. Um, one of Dan's coworkers won me this like ginormous bouncy ball. It's like huge. They had this giant claw machine and we gave it to Kona and it's like literally bigger than Kona, but it was really cute and it was just such a fun night. I'm tired, but it was definitely worth it. Now, when you are listening to this episode, Dan and I are also doing something fun tomorrow, and we are doing a little staycation for our anniversary. Tomorrow is our anniversary. Um, We still, you know, celebrate our boyfriend-girlfriend anniversary until we get married, which maybe I'll do some wedding updates in an episode sometime because we have started wedding planning, finally. But we're doing a little staycation. We're going a couple hours away to a tiny home. We're bringing Kona. We're staying for a couple days and just gonna relax. We're gonna grill, hot tub. We'll probably bring some games and our Kindles, and it'll just be so nice to have a couple days just away and relaxing. Since the holidays, I've really noticed how important it is for me to just like take a chill pill, especially when it comes to business. Like my business will survive me being gone for two days. It's fine. And of course, I always know that, but it's really important for me to put them, to put that into practice. So I'm really excited just to have a couple of days away and I'm sure I will be posting about it on Instagram or on YouTube or something. So I'm sure I will have lots of stories to share next week as well. Now that we've caught up on my current obsessions and some updates, let's get into, you know, the meat and potatoes, <laughs> the meat and potatoes of this podcast. And I'm going to be talking about five, like kind of unconventional wellness practices that I have been loving. And I want to preface all of these kind of practices by saying these are not like evidence-based researched wellness practices. A majority of these I enjoy because I personally notice a difference. It's all anecdotal. I would say if you're going to try out any of these wellness practices, do your own research, maybe talk to your doctor about some of them and recognize that I enjoy them because I notice a difference, not necessarily because I've done a ton of research and seen a ton of research on the benefits of these. For example, one of the ones we're going to be talking about is collagen, and I know some people think collagen works, some people don't. Personally, I feel like I notice a difference, so I enjoy it, but all of these practices are things that I think you could try and see if you like them. Yes, I think evidence-based research is obviously so important, and I follow a lot of that, like our protein intake, progressive overload, all of that stuff in my business practice, but I also think it's important to try things and see if they work for you and see if you enjoy them. And sure, not all of these practices might be like practices that are super researched and we know for sure do things, but they make me happy. I enjoy using them for self-care and I think that's super important too, to just do things we enjoy. So that's my little disclaimer for these and let's hop into five wellness practices that I am currently loving.
talked about a lot and that is ice rolling. I really enjoy ice rolling. Again, does it do anything for my face? I honestly don't know, but supposedly ice rolling is supposed to kind of help depuff and de-bloat your face, especially in the morning. I do think that it does help kind of depuff my face and my under eyes in the morning, but most importantly, I just love how ice rolling feels. Like it feels so good, especially on a hot day or in the morning, and it just feels kind of luxurious to me, especially with my skinny confidential ice roller, which is just really nice, luxe, hefty. Like I feel like I'm at a spa taking care of my skin and it's just such an easy thing to do and so I really enjoy ice rolling I think if you want to get into ice rolling you don't have to start with this super expensive luxurious ice roller you can just hop on Amazon or Target and find one and just see if you enjoy the practice of ice rolling again I just think it's such a nice thing to add into especially my morning routine and morning skincare routine and it's just such a mindless thing to do and I feel like it makes my skin glow and most importantly like I said it makes me feel good I know it's something I've talked about a lot but it would not be you know a wellness favorites episode if I didn't talk about it again something else that I have been recently testing out is mouth taping and so I want to really preface this one by saying I really think you should probably talk to your doctor before starting it or do your own research if you struggle with a stuffy nose deviated septum sleep apnea things like that, I would not recommend this at all. But if you are just kind of looking to explore your sleep habits and look, looking to see if you can improve your sleep, this might be something that you want to try out. Again, there's not really any research other than anecdotal research, and I would definitely do your own research before hopping into this. Um, I'm not necessarily recommending it, but if you do your own research and look at the risks and benefits, then you do you. Personally, I have really enjoyed it. A little background about my breathing journey, I guess. I had a deviated septum for many, many years and snored extremely loud. I almost wish, maybe, I don't know if this is possible, but maybe I'll ask my dad to send me the audio clip of me snoring. Rewinding a little to what I'm talking about. Back in, I think it was my sophomore, junior year of college, I got a nose job to help my deviated septum for one. And before going to the ENT, ear, nose, throat doctor, my dad came in in the middle of the night when I was living at home and took a video of me snoring or an audio recording of me snoring to show to the doctor what was wrong. And it is just jarring. (laughs) It is like so loud. So I think it'd be really funny to include a clip here. If I have one, I will pop it in here. I don't know if we have it anymore, but it was quite jarring. So I got a nose job, but since then, I still really struggle with breathing through my nose, which I know is optimal, especially when sleeping. Sometimes I will still wake up in the mornings and my throat will be dry, my lips chapped, all of that stuff. And I really have to consciously think about breathing through my nose because for 18, 19, 20 years of my life, I breathed through my mouth so much because I physically couldn't breathe through my nose as much as I needed to. That's where mouth taping comes in. Mouth taping is basically using like medical tape or tape specifically made for mouth taping to tape your mouth shut during the night to help promote breathing through your nose. Now it's not like duct taping your mouth all the way across. The tape I use has a very small part that goes across your mouth. And I think if I really needed to, I would be able to breathe through my mouth. I've also like accidentally ripped it off my mouth in the middle of the night. So I know that my body will do that if I need. But mouth taping basically helps to promote breathing through your nose. 
And people have said that this can help promote better energy in the mornings, better sleep, help with snoring, etc. I've been doing this for a couple weeks and really enjoying it. And personally, I really do think I notice I sleep better. I feel like I have a deeper sleep. I feel like I wake up more rested in the morning. And it's personally something I've really been enjoying. During the day, I also consciously think about breathing through my nose and all that stuff. But I think that the mouth taping has really helped me in the night. And so I think this is something really interesting that I want to continue exploring. But again, I would definitely talk to your doctor, do your own research, etc. Something else that I've been enjoying for quite a long time is collagen. And again, this is kind of the example I used at the beginning. Oh, there's not a ton of research on collagen being like this king protein supplement. But personally, I feel like that when I use a good quality collagen, I notice a difference. And I say good quality because I don't think all collagens are created equal. Um, not to throw brands under the bus, but I used to use Vital Proteins Collagen and really enjoyed it, but I kind of noticed that it wasn't doing anything, so I switched over to a new collagen from a brand called Wealthy, and I really feel like when I use that collagen, it promotes nail growth, hair growth, good skin. I feel like I really notice a difference. Again, it could be a placebo effect. This is all anecdotal, but personally, I enjoy collagen and knowing I get a little bit of protein in my body in the morning. Now, I know people will argue that collagen protein isn't the same as like animal protein, but my whole thing is like putting collagen in your morning coffee or smoothie is a way to promote you getting in protein versus not doing anything, then go for it. And I personally really like putting collagen in my coffee. I do every morning kind of the same coffee. I do pour over coffee or an espresso, a little bit of almond milk, a splash of creamer because, you know, I like flavored coffee. I'm not a black coffee girl. And then two scoops of collagen. It keeps me a little bit more full paired with, of course, my well-rounded breakfast. Um, and I get my collagen in, in the morning. And collagen has been said to kind of help, like I said, with better skin, hair, and nails. But it can also supposedly help with like joint pain and bone loss in the future. And as someone with Crohn's disease, sometimes I do struggle with joint pain. That can be sometimes a side effect, just inflammation in your joints. And I do really feel like collagen also helps me not really experience as much joint pain. Again, all anecdotal, but it's something that's not hurting me. It's something I enjoy doing, so I keep it in my routine. Next up is a kind of wellness practice that I've actually been using for years, and I used to use it in college, kind of forgot about it, and then rediscovered it and really enjoy it, and that's putting your legs up against the wall and doing like a legs up stretch. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's kind of where you lay on the floor against the wall and put your legs straight up on the wall and it just feels so good. So back in college, I used to do something called Dance Marathon at Indiana University, IUDM, Indiana University Dance Marathon, where basically all year round you raised money for the local children's hospital and then you all came together one weekend and basically stood for 36 hours for those who can't. And so one of the things we used to do uh, as a committee... If you worked on a committee, which I did, you would get a couple breaks, which is really nice. So you didn't have to stand for the full 36 hours. So after the dance marathon, you know, you're standing for 12, 24, 36 hours, depending on what you opt in to do. Your legs are tired. You know, you've been standing for a long time. Your ankles can get puffy. Your legs can get swollen. And we used to go against the walls and do legs up stretching to kind of let the blood flow back down to our body and I remember how good it would feel after standing for so long and I started kind of reincorporating it back into my routine 
here and there now in present day, and I love it too. So legs up stretching can help kind of relieve tired legs, which is kind of what we did with it back at college. It can say that it can help relieve cramps. It can be really calming and relaxing. I love to kind of do it with a meditation, and it can just feel good to kind of get the blood blood flow flowing again. Personally, I also find that it really helps with back aches. I struggle with back problems if I'm not consciously thinking about my posture, working on core, glute, and back exercises, and doing legs up stretching. Honestly, I will have a little bit of back pain, and I think this specifically really helps. You can do legs up stretching for like 5-10 minutes a day. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but I really think it's a nice thing to add in maybe at the end of your workout or during a meditation in the mornings. And it's something that's, again, just really easy. You just lay on the floor with your legs up and it feels good. And my fifth and final little wellness practice I'm going to talk about is wellness shots. And if you know me, you know I love wellness shots. And wellness shots are something that I've kind of enjoyed Um, for a long time, but most recently I've really gone into them because again, I just noticed they make me feel good. They help with my digestion. Dan takes them and really enjoys them and they help his digestion too. So there's something we've kind of just worked into our daily morning routines. Now, wellness shots are basically what they sound like. They're little shots filled with different things that are good for your body and there can be, and they can be anything, apple cider vinegar, coconut water, pineapple, uh, turmeric, ginger, greens, ton of different stuff. And supposedly they can help support your immune system, overall health, digestion. They're full of vitamins and minerals. And like I said, personally, I noticed that I just feel good when I take them and my digestion seems to flow well. And I right now make my own wellness shots at home for Dan and I. It's super easy. And I'm going to kind of quickly tell you guys what I do. If you're interested in a visual, I'll also post a recipe later this week on Instagram kind of showing you guys how I make them. They're really easy. Basically what I do is take carrots, ginger, orange juice, either 100% orange juice with nothing added or fresh squeezed oranges, turmeric, and black pepper to kind of help activate the turmeric. Put it all in a blender, blend it up, and then strain it through a nut milk bag to make sure all the pulp is out. And then I just separate them into little juice jars that I got on Amazon, and we got our juice shots. And they really taste good, I think. I love turmeric. I love ginger. I love orange. They have lots of benefits. Turmeric and ginger can help with your immune system and anti-inflammation, and you can really customize them to how you want. And I just, it feels good knowing I'm getting some good, you know, vitamins, minerals, and micronutrients in in the morning. Now, wellness shots, green juices, all that stuff are not replacements for eating your fruits and veggies. I highly recommend that if you do take wellness shots or drink green juices, all that stuff, you still prioritize eating your fruits and veggies to make sure we're getting that good fiber in. But I do think this is a good way to kind of get all those nutrients in. So those are kind of my five unconventional maybe wellness practices that I've been loving. Again, I know I said this at the beginning, but do your own research. Not many of these are really evidence-based and they're all just things that I think make me feel good and I enjoy having in my routine. And I think it's so important that even if something's not the most optimal or functional, if you enjoy it, you should be doing it. So 
Thank you guys for joining me again in another episode of the Fit Files pod. Let me know if there's anything also that you guys want to hear me talk about on the Fit Files. I would love to have any suggestions you're interested in. And I also am hoping to have a few special guests coming up in the new year as well. So stay tuned for that. And I will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Talk later. Thank you.